Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Around, so you know, for me, just being a supportive dad and just trying to get him to understand this is how you know how life is. Sometimes you go through ups and downs, and we have a model. We're only going to get married one time, and um, you know he stayed in this relationship, and so far it's worked out for him and um, help. You know, we're glad to be here to help see him turn the program around. You all uh, have the wisdom of, of of being mature adults, but how how challenging was for him? You know, when so many other players are jumping in the portal and trying to find better situations. I think with Kalen, his main thing was being able to come to the school and help change the program. He's always kept that mindset, and that's pretty much what he did. Yes. When uh, when this coaching staff came in, I think he started the first game, but then didn't play a lot for a little while, right. and then kind of had to earn his spot back. What was that process like? I, you know, just talking with him um, and just trying to learn each other, you know, for him trying to figure out what they wanted from him and kind of trying to learn who he was. Um, they know he had the talent, but it's just, you know, it was something new. Uh, I guess he showed a lot in the spring and then when it got to the game, it's just transition and first time starting, things like that. But he weathered the storm. I think it was some maturing and growing from him as well. Um, and then here we are now, you know, just watching to come um, to fruition. That, uh, that spring when it, he started to really start to take off and get attention, and um, could you tell, is he, does, he, does he share what's going on football-wise, or, or could you tell that he was starting to feel better about things? Yeah, I think Kellen, he was just in his comfort zone. It was where he needed to be to expose his talent. And once he got there, then it just, it just exploded. Yeah. Uh, you know, for, Kalen is, you, you guys see him probably more than we do. He doesn't really talk much. So um, his, his, his attitude off the field is not who he is on the field. So it kind of shocks me as well to see him out there doing all this and talking and jumping up and down because it's just not his normal personality outside of the uniform. And um, I mean, it's good to see when your son is out there actually having fun, um, you know, winning changes the mindset of everybody. So it's, it's a good, good situation. So uh, switching back to you guys. Um, so when you had to figure out where, where, where Tatum was going to go next, how did that process go and how did you guys end up at Florida State? Well, we, uh, we entered the portal. There were certain things that we looked for in, in a program. Uh, it didn't necessarily have to be record or success as much as it was going to be. Uh, I wanted some coaches around him that were an extension of me as a father someone who's going to teach him some good life skills and offer, offer him an opportunity to play at a high level 
Um, he had played at a, at a group of five school, and uh, this was an opportunity for him to play at a power five. So we had some schools that came down and were very interested, but I think at the end of the day, uh, the relationship with some of the people that we had here, Maurice Smith, Randy Shannon, uh, Sabin Joseph, who was here at the time, though they, they really uh, made an impression on us and we, we realized that this was the place for him. Did um, did you all know much about, I mean, did you all been much to Florida State before the recruiting process? No, to be honest, um, you know, I, I played football at FAMU, so I, I mean, I was familiar with Florida State and Florida State football, the history of it. Um, so I, I was pretty familiar. I was also familiar with the struggles, the recent struggles. Um, being an administrator in Dade County, Telly Lockett, who was also a coach here at the time, was a head coach for me while I was a principal at Miami Central. So um, I was familiar with with, uh, with Florida State. So Coach Shannon, that relationship, I mean, that must have been a huge part of feeling good about it, I imagine? Well, the relationship, I really didn't know Randy Shannon. It was more so my husband and Tatum um, being at Miami Central, so I'll pass that on to him. They developed a relationship while Coach Shannon was at University of Florida. And, and he, he started to recruit Tatum early on at that time. So the relationship began to build. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm very particular about the men that I allow in my circle to, to pour into my son. And uh, Randy Shannon is, is, is one of those guys that, like I said, is an extension of me. He's going to give him some tough love when he needs it. He's going to give him a hug. When he needs to be hugged, you're going to give him a kick in the pants when he needs to get kicked in the pants. <laughs> and I appreciate that. You are unflappable with these flies, man. Yeah. You are locked in. It's impressive. So, Mr. Deloach mentioned, so when you guys come on your visit, you guys met Kalen right away? So, here's the story. <laughs> we, uh, we made a decision, and we left Orlando and drove uh, here. And I told Tatum when we got in the car, listen, we're going to make this trip one time. Either we're going to home to Miami or we're going to Tallahassee. So we had a conversation about it. We prayed about it. And uh, we said, let's go to Tallahassee. So on a three and a half hour drive here, we talked about, you know, some expectations. And I said, you know, Tatum, when you get on campus, you know, you come here with a lot of fanfare. You know, guys may not receive you as well as you would like. Like, you have to earn that trust and respect. So. You're going to be competing against these guys, so don't expect a warm welcome. To the contrary, as soon as we got out and uh, we began to come in the facility, the first person to greet Tatum out of the blue was, was Kalen. He introduced himself, he gave him uh, a hug, he gave him a pound, and, and to me that was impressive as a young man because I said to myself, here's, here's a young man that doesn't know my son from Adam. He's, uh, he may be competition, he may be here. To, you know, you don't know how these guys are going to take it. But for him to embrace my son and welcome him to the program said a lot to me about Kalen, said a lot to me about his upbringing, said a lot to me about the culture that um, Coach Norvell was establishing here at Florida State. How long did it take him to get comfortable here? Or did you get here? Not long. He was very comfortable. And he always talked about how he felt hanging around Kalen. And it was a few other guys also that welcomed him in as well. Um, like my husband said before, Maurice was here as well, so he felt comfortable with Maurice Smith as well. So, not it didn't take him long. He was very comfortable. So then, uh, when did y'all start meeting each other and spending time with each other? I think we met each other at spring at the spring game. Yeah, spring game. Yeah. Yeah. The first okay. spring game. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we introduced ourselves. You know, 
Rob is already a, a social media <laughs> superstar. So, you know, it's like yeah, seeing him on Twitter and seeing him on Instagram and everything yes. and then getting a chance to meet him. You know, wow. it, was, it was it was a thrill for me. Okay. But uh, on, on top of all of that, again, this was a, a person that I could see why Kalen was the way he was because the genuine spirit that his family had. He had a beautiful mother, an awesome dad, and, and, and I see why he's the way he is. So to, to his point, though, you know, I'm sure like players, parents might see other players at their son's positions as, I don't know, as maybe a threat or something. How did, how did you all not see it that way? It's, it's sports. You know, you want competition. And, you know, in my world, iron sharpens iron. So you want the best to compete against the best, and, and then, you know, normally it, it takes care of itself. But, um, you know, Greg says that I'm the social media guy, but, you know, that's my right hand. So when I'm going places, you know, we're right there together. So it's always good when we, we share the same values when it comes to our young men. You know, like you said, we want great coaches and great people around our, 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 peop our young men because they're an extension of us. Now, I don't think we're as flamboyant as the boys on the field. You know, <laughs> this is kind of who we are. But it's good to see that, you know, that they click. And, you know, Greg has some roots in Savannah, so we started talking about that and you know his brother played uh, football at Savannah High in Savannah and then it was your uncle my uncle was, was a coach a, yeah he's a legendary Arnold coach school, Richard yeah. Arnold High School in Savannah so I started doing my homework and it was like yeah Bethune he was like yeah yeah so you know it's a great family um, and we like hanging around you know great people and um, the relationship has just grown and like I tell them it doesn't stop here you know we just play games but we, we, we tie we here what um, I imagine what, what were you hearing back from Kalen when he met Tatum and got to spend time around him back at the beginning? He said, hey, he can come in and help us help us win. You know, he was a guy that, that you know, I think Kalen, I mean, Tatum played a lot of snaps at UCF and Kalen was playing a lot of snaps here. So it kind of was like, okay, we don't have to be on the field a lot. You know, you got my back, I got yours. And brotherly love. And they became like brother. You would think they grew up together. Yeah. Right. You know, because I hear stories about, they watch film all day. Thing. All day long, you know, they're not running the streets. They're watching film and figuring out how they can get better and help the guys get better. So they're off the field. Are they both pretty quiet? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Tatum is, Tatum, is, uh, Tatum is not talking a bit at all. So the person that you see on, on the field, because he's, he's overly fiery on the field. Yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll bite the head off of a snake on the field. But he's uh, outside of that, he, he's very reserved. Yeah. Not a very talkative. He has to be very comfortable with you to have right. a conversation. Yep. Yeah. Very mannerable, yeah. but he's not going to be overly, uh, you know, talkative. Yeah, yeah it's because that was one of the first things that stood out when he got here was on the field how much he talks. Uh, yeah. He's very communicative. Have they helped each other become better players? Oh, definitely. Oh, oh, yes. Yes. oh yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. In, in, what, in what ways have you seen them help each other? I think they complement each other on the field. I think. Yeah. The, the, they, they are, they're like yin and yang on the field. Yeah. Um, they have two different skill sets that mm -hmm. complement each other so perfectly. And it's like when they get on the field together, it's beautiful. When they're on that field together, it's beautiful. So um, Tatum, is, Tatum is, is, is a powerful guy. And, and, uh, and Kalen is like a Ferrari. He's moving. <laughs> he's smooth. He's, he's going to catch your eye. It's, it's just it's awesome. When... Uh I want to call him Batman and Robin, but they're both Batman. Uh, Itchy and scratchy. <laughs> what, uh, I guess in what ways have you seen Kalen get help benefit from being with Tatum? 
Uh, just the, the maturity on the field and, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. They both know where they need to be on the field. And you just you don't necessarily have to talk, but as a ball player, you can just make eye contact and you kind of know that, okay, yeah, my man is right here. I don't have anything to worry about. And that's just, you know, comfort, knowing each other, getting to know each other, watching the film. And like Greg say, it's just a beautiful thing to watch those guys just come in and just been like they've been here from day one. Personality-wise, the, dad, the dads, are they similar to each other or are they different type personalities? Are you saying are the boys the similar dad? to their father? No, no, just them two. Like, oh, are the dads? Yeah. They yes, they have some similarities. Yes, <laughs> yes. We like to cook Communicate. too. Communicate. Yeah. yeah. And we like to cook. Meeting people. Yeah, they yeah. like to grill. Uh, a better what game was that? Oh, Greg, yeah. Greg is a, he's a griller. Yeah. yeah. He got the best crab cakes. <laughs> yeah. No, and, they, and they'll talk about the boys, you know. Yeah. Especially after games, you know, it's like um, what they did right and what can they add to it. So, yeah. Did, did you two hit it off right away? Oh, most Absolutely. definitely. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah, we touch we and agree. Right yeah. <laughs> So we're checking. I, I yeah. call her and say, hey, I'm checking in, checking in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we hit it off right away. Most definitely. Do you all, like, before games and trips, are you guys coordinating where you're going to be and all that? Yeah, oh, yeah. We yeah. all stand oh, together. Yeah. We all stay what together. What hotel you going to be in, yeah. what time you're going to get in, what time you're leaving, <laughs> how you doing on the road, what's the traffic like, all of that. Yes. The boys, can I tell the tradition that the boys have? Oh, yeah, you oh, tell yeah. it. So yeah. the boys have this tradition before game uh, before the game um, the night before where they have to have outback wings so <laughs> we yes. as the parents we already we know that by happen. curfew time That's we have right. to go get the outback wings and have it to the and, yeah, hotel take it to the hotel they come down and sit eat they, their wings yeah like that was one of the nights uh, of the Clemson game yep and they were eating their their wings and yep. we said a prayer uh -huh. but we were talking uh -huh. And we were saying how they need to get turnovers and they need to do this and do that. And then we had the prayer. Right. And hey, yeah. it happened. And <laughs> Greg, Greg was behind me. He was like, man, we need a turnover. Yeah. We need a play. And he yeah. called it and it happened. And um, yeah. the show was with me. Uh -huh. And I think <laughs> and I think I might have knocked her over. And I think when I saw my shoes, I had mustard and ketchup and hot dog and relish all over. So I don't know what happened. But she was. She told me that this last week. She's uh -huh. like, Rob. You was everywhere, so it's like, you know, we just try to be there to support each other. We were both running down. <laughs> I think I was running down. You would have thought Kayla was my son. It is. I was running down the, the yeah. stairs trying to get there to celebrate with him because we had just, just talked about, yeah. the night talked about that the night before. The night before, we had and just to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. And Kayla was like, Mama, I prayed and I asked God three times and he ain't did it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Kaylin, God's timing is not your time. Yeah. Yeah. When it's his, your timing, it'll do it. Yeah. And the next day, that's what happened. Oh. And I went to him, I said, Kaylin, what happened? It was God's timing. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, I mean, the, all the guys are so tight together. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, you know, just, and I, 11 and 0 is obviously what everybody else is going to focus on. Right. But um, just how special is the, the, just the, the, the relationship side of what this team has become? Well, if you, if you play sports, especially collegiately, um, I, and I explained this to Tatum too. I said, these guys that are on your team now, these are going to be the guys that are going to be in your wedding. Mm -hmm. You got friends from high school and guys that you grew up with, but these are going to be the guys that are going to be the godparents to your kids mm -hmm. because you spend so much time with them. So those relationships are important. 
I know every Thursday night the linebackers all go to dinner together. You know, they have organized activities. Uh, we, we came in one weekend and Rob said, hey, let's cook for the boys. Before we knew it, we had 20 players <laughs> fitted us, you know, crammed in a tight apartment, just eating and, and just hanging out. So it's, it's really a family atmosphere. And, I, and those teams that are the best teams are the teams that are very close and the teams that are player-led. So I, I, that's one element that we have this year. How, for, for, for you all, how special has that been to see where it came from and all the things they had to go through those first couple of years to, to where things are now? Well, part of it is, you know, um, for me, and I guess for us, is that what helped is that they started putting all of the parents together. You know, when we first came here, we were sitting in Section 30. You might have a parent here, a parent here, and we never really knew each other. But then when they moved us to the end zone, then we can actually see everybody. And then they gave us a place to tailgate over at the baseball. So we made some suggestions as parents, and Coach Novell and the staff made it happen. So we get to see parents that we probably normally wouldn't see, you know, when we first got here. So that change has, has definitely made it better for the good. Do you all get the sense, um, it seems like they've taken like DJ and some of the young linebackers kind of under their wing. Do you, do you get the sense that they're embracing that role of leaving that legacy for the younger linebackers? Yeah, I, I believe so. I believe so. And I believe they take that role and that responsibility serious. Mm -hmm. yes. um, I, I, I watched Kalen and Tatum yesterday late in the game go to, uh, I believe it was Blake Nicholson in the game to kind of guide him on some things that they were going to do between the timeout. Mm -hmm. You know, and I saw him, they, they got on him a little bit, but then they pat him on the helmet and like, you know, to give him that encouragement, like, you got this. So I think they take that role and responsibility uh, very serious, and that, and that speaks to their leadership. And just, uh, just if you can reflect on this, I was going to ask each one of you to just kind of reflect on where things are. And, and, and I know the fans are dying for a championship and a national championship <laughs> and all that, but we like, how do you all handle that? And, and kind of where are you guys at just emotionally? Um, no, so I, no, I think no. as parents, yes. we all want to go yes. to the championship, yes. but. Like I said, it's, you know, God's timing. Yes. Um, one game at a time. One game at a time. One game right? at a time. And we're praying for all the boys. We want them to be very successful. Um, yeah, I would say we, we all want it. But my, it's one game at a time. My message to Florida State fans is this. You already have won. Yes. Yes. You're already champions. Yeah. Yes. Your program absolutely. is at the forefront of college football. Yeah. You have the highest graduation rate that you've had in a while. You're in national prominence. You have an outstanding coach. You have outstanding leadership. You're selling out your, your facility every week. You, you've already won. Everything right. else is icing on the cake. Yeah. Be thankful. Exactly. You know, be Thank thankful you. that of, of where we are. And that's what we're most grateful for. Championships are nice. But I sent my son here to get a degree. I sent my son here to be around a bunch of other positive young men and positive coaches, and that's what we've accomplished. And I think I speak for all the parents when I say we've already won. Yeah, most definitely. Like you said, we've already won. We sent Kayla here to get his degree. December the 15th, he'll be graduating. It's an accomplishment. It's done. Yeah, as far as championships, it's coming. And I guess for me, it's just, it's come full circle. Um, you always want to leave the program better than when you found it. 
And I think, you know, when we walk off this campus and play our last game, our last way to the, the Seminole uniform, we would have left the program better than when we found it. Yes. How do you guys stay so positive on social media with all the nonsense <laughs> out there? It's social media. Just, exactly. <laughs> people talk. Yeah, people have their opinions, yeah. you know. That, but as long as we stay positive, yeah. then then normally it goes away, yeah. the negativity. Yeah. So it's, it's never going to be about us. It's going to be more about them. And we just always want to show that we're always, you know, supporting and encouraging them. And we, and we have we have to realize, too, that we're representatives of our sons so, as well. Exactly. Right. So we, we talk to them about doing the right things on and off the field. So we have to lead by example. There you go. I can't tell my son to do something that I, can, I refuse to do or right. I'm not, you know, showing a good example of. So that, that's important to me. And to me, it would be easy to go off and say <laughs> certain <laughs> that, things. Right, and, make them feel some know, type of way. No, that's, yeah, no, that's it, not it what we It takes more discipline to, to restrain yeah. myself and, and be a, a positive role model for my son. I asked them about Coach Shannon because of the previous relationship. Mm -hmm. What's he been like for for, for uh, Kalen as well? I mean, Coach Shannon is, I mean, he's he, his his record speaks for himself. You know, um, Greg probably has a better relationship because he's been in Florida, but I'm just a dad. That Coach Shannon, he's a professional. I trust him that he's going to do the right thing with my son. And I think in his three years here, we may have talked three or four times, and it's always about how we can make him better and him getting to learn him as well. So part of my most uh, involvement, Coach. Um, Shannon, when we do Legacy Walk, and he spot me, and we give each other that, and then you know we go about our business. So uh, I respect him for who he is and what he's he's done in the past, and what he will continue to do for these young people. I've watched a little bit of the Legacy Walk, and like all these guys know who you guys are. All the players, <laughs> like, it's almost like they've got a hundred yeah. sets of parents. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. What's that like? I mean, when you they're like. Do they all feel like you guys' yeah. sons? Exactly. Well, well, part of they it do. is for us, and I'd probably speak for all of us, a lot of these kids' parents can't be here. So we want to feel like that they got somebody that's going to be here gap. to support. We're just filling the gaps. Yeah. On road games, if we're going to coordinate, hey, you guys want to make it, or we are both going to make it, or show may be, and you know we may be on the roads, but we want to always feel that they're going to have a mom and a dad here, regardless of whether it's a home game or a road game. I want to ask, you, you mentioned uh, the initiative you're going to be starting. Do you want to talk about that, the, the project you're going to be starting? Yeah, I'm starting the uh, what we call the Project uh, Factory 2.0, and it's going to focus on kids that don't play sports. And we always ask the kids, so what do kids do that don't play sports? They normally sit around the house, so we're just going to create an outlet for them, whether it's through art, music, dance, um, engineering, to give them opportunity to get scholarships at the next level. Um, and it's just a great opportunity to give back to the community. And you're an educator also. Um, what's, I guess if you just talk about that role and, and why it's so important. I know your family, you got educators in your family. Yes, sir. How important that role is. I guess. Uh, edu education for us is everything. And um, it's something that we've all, my family has always taken serious. Um, we preach it. We live it. You know, and um, it's the same thing that I do back in the community where I, where I am from. So we want to push the kids to even if they're not college bound, to, to have a plan to go and do something so that you can be self-sufficient when you get out into society. So that, that's a part of my role at, at home. And um, listen, I, I'm blessed to be able to have that, that opportunity and that platform to, to impart some of that wisdom on the kids. And, uh, last thing, so you all have had children play at multiple schools and different sports. and. Um, the Florida State part of your journey is short, but does it feel like 
you guys will be Knowles? I mean, does it feel like that's part of who you guys are now? Yeah, we, we're, definite, we're definitely Knowles. We're definitely part of the Knowles family. The Knowles family yeah. has embraced us. We love the Knowles family. Yes. Um, two years ago, I, I don't know if you could have got me to say that on camera. But you know what? I'm, this is one of the best decisions yes. that we've ever made. My son says it publicly that last year and this year have been the best years of his life. That's yes. good. And that's part of the reason why, uh, because the Knowles family has embraced him and made him feel like family. So this is this is an awesome experience, and uh, UCF was a great experience. They have great fan base, a great university, um, and uh, Florida State ha has done the same for us as well. So, you know, talk about just that part of it. I mean, it kind of speaks for itself. You know, Florida State University, like Greg say, embraced Kalen from day one, um, and we watch him grow. We watch him come in and and. and not only grow on the football field, but grow as a young man. So when he comes back home, those kids will be wearing the Kellen Delos jersey, and that's going to just excite him and want to give back to the community. Because you know, part of what we do is based on giving back. And then, you know, we're we're preparing that next generation. So when their time has come, they can say, uh, I, "I looked up to Kellen, and he did it the right way." How did y'all handle last night? How emotional being on the field and. I cried like a baby. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> he did. He, said he hit that, I, I that bench. I and I'm like, oh, Because these, these kids, I know, I know the work that they put in. Um, Jay Trav is an outstanding, one of the best young men I've, I've ever met. His family is outstanding. As a matter of fact, you know, the dads are real close. We hung out with his dad before the game, and we just sat back and talked about our experience and how much we appreciated each other and yes. the journey the boys are going on. So to see him go through it, you know, I felt his pain, I felt his disappointment, but I know Jay Trav is resilient. Oh, yeah. I know he comes from a family that prays and, and they have a higher, uh, a faith in a higher being, so I, I know that he'll pull through this just like everything else with flying color, so prayers out to Jay Trav. Yeah. It's like a distraction. We'll wait for the comeback. The comeback is going to be it all. It's going to be it. Trust me.